It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. One to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Parkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Got a uh, very interesting text message here. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843-866-838-HUGE. How do you prevent the visiting team fans from dressing in home team apparel and storming the court to get the home team punished. How do we stop raising idiots? That's that that would be my counter argument to that. How do you stop raising stupid people in this country? Where do we where do we start there? That's my first question. That's really how I'd like to see things progress here. Let's raise more contributing members to society. And less idiots. That's a good start, I think. Uh, because I, one, I've never seen visiting fans. Um, I've never seen visiting fans dress up as in the home team apparel. I've never seen visiting fans rush the floor. I, I feel like that is such a preposterous idea that. I mean, do you invest it? I don't know, man. I, I To me, I didn't even think of that because it's so stupid that uh, there's no, like, I'm not, what do you want me to do here? I guess you don't. I guess you don't stop them and you, you, you ban the home team and then there's a big investigation launched and then the visiting team fans that were on the road that stormed the court, then their team gets expelled from postseason play. Like, I don't, why is there all, like, and I, I guess this is maybe a larger societal question. But why is there always like some sort of counter pushback, like real creative way to be an idiot? Why is that? I can't quite put my finger on it. It's like the minute somebody says, no, you can't do that. There's a, well, why not? (laughs) Why, why not? Well, I got it. What if we dress up as the visitor fans and then we go to the home team's game? Like, if you put that much effort into it, you should be arrested and then thrown into the ocean. That's what should happen. They should put you on a cruise ship and throw you off the side of it, and you should have to swim back to shore. How about that idea? How, how like, just, you know, hurt my feelings. That's for Terry on the west side. 
Like, I don't know why. That's what should happen. So if you dress up as a visitor, if you as a visitor dress up in the home team's apparel to rush the floor in an attempt to get them expelled from postseason play in our mythological world we live here, we then investigate, we arrest you, and we drop you in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Because honestly, do we need you here? Like, does Team Human need somebody like that on on the squad? Do we need, like, are you contributing to the overall health and well-being of society? If you went to that great length to try to get your rival suspended from or expelled from postseason play to the ocean, sharks got to eat too. It's a circle of life. Hope you could swim. Hope you could swim. I'm surprised I don't get some pushback from that, some sort of meeting conference call. All right, what else is going on in the sports world? We're trying to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Last person to storm the court wins free tuition. Everybody who storms the court is detained in Guantanamo Bay. Was it Obama going to close that place? What happened there? Uh, Franchise tags unlikely for Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley and Tony Pollard. All expected at the free agency market. We know the Titans are not going to tag Derrick Henry. The L.A. Chargers are are also expected to let Austin Eckler explore free agency. DeAndre Swift, A.J. Dillon, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, also expected hit free agency as well. The NFL announced that the salary cap for 2024 will be a record $255.4 million per team, a 13.6% increase over last year's cap. Jonathan Taylor became the first running back since 2021 to sign a long-term contract worth at least $10 million per year. He agreed to a three-year $42 million deal. Jonathan Taylor. Last year who had 169 carries for 741 yards, Jonathan Taylor, of last year. Um, is that what you're going to pay $42 million for? I'm not going to pay $42 million. Jonathan Taylor, who has played 17 games in a season once in his career, like, and everybody made a big stink and it became something that it's not. Talk about the running back position this, the running back position that. Why aren't running backs getting paid? Dude, it's no different than anything else. It's literally no different than anything else. If you sell bread, right? But you don't sell the best bread, you're not going to make the most money. It's your product, right? If you op- if you had a bar or restaurant during COVID when they shut the economy down, odds are you had problems, right? Odds are you had issues. Then you had to make do with the, you know, the uh, online carryout stuff, nonsense, like all the all of that. You had a problem. You had a grocery store. You were fine. You had a sellable commodity. It's no different than anything else. Like, why isn't hockey salary cap the same as the NFL? There you go. It's just be just be done with it. Like uh, the the running back argument to me, that's what your market value is. Nobody's going to overpay for that because they've got a fresh crop of guys coming up every year. That that's why. 
And so you, you make this commitment to Jonathan Taylor, and what's he do? Plays 10 games last year. And why would you why would you even do it? Uh, Ex-NFL cornerback Richard Sherman, his bail set at $5,000 from his weekend arrest. He was arrested Saturday at just before 2 in the morning, driving 79 miles an hour in a 60, just south of Seattle. Smelled of intoxicants, according to the report. Hmm. Crew chief admits that they missed a foul in the Knicks-Pistons game. The Knicks won that game 113-111. to uh, Dante DiVincenzo dove into the thighs of Asar Thompson. I can't believe, you know, the, the Knicks were an 11, a 10-point favorite, 11-point favorite. The over-under was 225. The number was 224. The Pistons covered. Knicks hit the money line for all gambling purposes. I just don't know how you can't get the correct calls made. Like, do you have to go back to the replay monitor? Is that even possible? Like... I just I, I don't I don't know what the solution is for some really bad officiating that we've seen so far. And you're trying to do it all in real time, which is difficult all in itself. Uh the Raptors coach told the team on a three game winning streak he'd take him out to a nice dinner. What'd he do? A pizza party. Chris Paul set to make his return for the Golden State Warriors tonight against the Washington Wizards. That ought to be fun for him. Valerian Nashuskin resumed practicing with the Colorado Avalanche after receiving care from the Players Assistance Program. UMass is set to join the Mid-American Conference for the upcoming 25-26 season, so they'll play one more year as an independent. And according to sources, Cody Bellinger and the Cubs have agreed to a three-year $80 million deal. Yesterday, uh, for our teams, the Tigers were a 4 nothing winner over the Houston Astros. Congratulations to them. Pistons fell to New York 113-111. to We'll get Red Wings hockey tonight against the Washington Capitals at 7 o'clock on Bally Sports Detroit. And then over on ESPN Plus, big battle in the MAC with the Toledo Rockets taking on the Northern Illinois Huskies. We'll step aside. More X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Two weeks to go in the regular season in men's college basketball in the Big Ten. This is a different week for Michigan State. One game, not two. And the Spartans have six full days to prepare for their next game on the road where they'll clearly be an underdog at Big Ten leader Purdue. The only time these two meet during the the regular season. So what are the Spartans like with six days to prepare? Purdue gets six days to prepare as well, so there's no advantage for anyone there. How many people thought Michigan State would lose back-to-back home games last week, both to Iowa and then Ohio State? The first time that's happened since 2016 to a Michigan State basketball team. Where the Spartans are in these final two weeks is a big mystery with Purdue coming up. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four-pound bag of navel oranges and Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. Contrarian text message we received. Again, a bunch of anarchist fools out here, I say. Is Detroit Mercy banned after their one-person court story? Detroit Mercy was banned from postseason play the first week of December. <laughs> like that's it. They banned themselves from postseason play. Uh, one person, you could probably just you know hand them a citation if you want to. But realistically, you know it's it's a mockery. They have like five fans at their games. I don't. And I, I'm as someone who's worked in the MAC for a long time. I've seen some pretty sparse crowds. I remember traveling to, where were we at? Miami or Ball State? One of the two. And there were like what felt like maybe 14 people in the stands. I mean, just an empty, empty arena. It's like, how in the world, how do you, how do you even sell tickets here? You know, like it's, it, 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 win, win. That's how you sell tickets. Win. People, we want winners. That's what you want. If you want to sell tickets, you want more people in the stands, you want to have a good atmosphere, win games, and win win important games, win big games. That's what it is. Like beating up on you know college basketball, for example, beating up on Ken Palm, number 235, that's not moving the dial. Go on the road and beat Kansas. That will get people excited. You know, that's how, that's how like the mid-majors, that's how you go out there and you – you know, you go you go visit Duke. You know, people talk about these. You know, we talked to Dave Briggs last week, and he, you know about the buy games and reaching the budget. And I get it, but they're paying you to be there. So go get paid and win the game. Central Michigan did it. They beat Michigan. McNeese State did it. They beat Michigan. Long Beach State did it. They beat Michigan. Marcus Sahonis beat Michigan single handedly. I watched it happen. I was there. So, like, let's not act like, oh, well, you know, we got to get these buy games. We can't beat anybody. And now we got to schedule a bunch of powder puffs, a bunch of cream puffs. Like, no wonder nobody wants to show up. Do what do what Long Beach State did. Schedule Michigan and then go beat them. Go on the road. Sign a three-year deal. We'll come up there and play every year. What's the difference? How far of a drive is it from Western to, to U of M? Hour and a half? Like, Eastern. You know, don't play at LCA. Go play at Eastern. Go play at the Convocation Center. I'd mandate that. I would mandate that. Big school got to go to little school play ball. That would be that's exactly how I would write it out in the in the in the contract. Too big school has to go play little school at their place. That'd be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun. Like take Michigan football for example. I'll talk about Michigan football because you know he works there. He's a slappy hardy har har. Michigan football should go play Toledo at Toledo. The glass bowl would be electric. Iowa State did it. Miami did it. Pittsburgh did it. Why not? It's right down the road. But no, we got eight home games this year. Now, I'm not mad. The eight home games are great. That's a, I mean, for for all the boredom we had last year, these, these eight home games we got coming up this year, now that's going to be special. But, yeah, Detroit Mercy banned after the one-person court storm. Uh, that's like when you know you get in trouble with the law, but they know it's just kind of stupid, and so they're like, "Hey, you know what? Look, you're not supposed to do this. Like, keep it moving. Just don't be a contrarian jerk, and then you don't have anything to worry about." But you know, you see this this stuff happen on the internet all the time, where somebody thinks they're going to be a, a a smart individual, 
and mouth off to the authorities because they have no regard for authority. And then what happens? They get slammed headfirst in the pavement, just like they deserve to. You know, I had I had it happen outside the grocery store. You know, mom calls me. She yells my name in that tone of voice. So I go hustling up front. I don't even know what I'm getting into. I'm just going running up there. And I get up there. This was, what, two, three months ago. I run up there. And she says, he went out the door. I don't even know who he is. I don't know what he looks like. He is out the door. It looks like I'm going out the door. Let's take a gander. Let's investigate. Right? That story I told, and wouldn't you know the the frequent customer, former Marine, current Monroe Police Department, he's right there at the corner by the gas station. The kid's walking away, and I still have my, my all of my apparel on. I'm walking towards the kid, so he knows something's up. He could tell. Why would I just be following this random kid around who's 18 years old? Cop pulls up on the curb. Whoop. Hey, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. I can't answer any questions. I'm just standing there. I don't say a word. Kid mouths off, starts you know, cursing a little bit, getting a little hostile. Cop says, hey, just hop in. I'll take you home. Right? Where do you live at? Kid says, around the corner, whatever. And he says, hop in. I'll take you home. The kid wants to, you know, have a little kerfluffle. So we're, you know, live with your parents. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go talk about it. But let's go talk about it somewhere else. Kid tries to get a little little grimy. Cop grabs him, throws him into the side of the car. Oof. That's what you get. Stupid. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I have a very low tolerance for stupidity. I do. Very low tolerance. Like, I mean, look, man, nine times out of ten, it's all in how you react to the 10% of what's going on. Right, ninety percent of life is your reaction to the ten percent of what's actually taking place. It's it's all in how you react. But if you want to sit there and your kids, same way, your kids getting yelled by, at by a teacher and mouths off, you need to handle that with your kid. And stop blaming the teacher. When did we become the society? It's like, oh, it's all their fault. Like, no, it's your kid's fault. It's your kid's fault. If he's being a jerk and you know it, you know. You want to be. You want to be a smart. So, you know, backside, uh, your backside's going to get lit up. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have a hard time sitting down. The society, bunch of contrarian anarchists, I say. Anyways, all right, I'm off my soapbox. You know, somebody, I'm sure somebody will tweet in like, oh, great soapbox. That's the same thing with the kid at the store. I don't even know why I was outside. I didn't know. Did he steal something? I have no idea. I heard my name called. It was in the tone of voice. That means go. You just go. You just you just do what you have to do. Get up there. You figure it out when you get up there. We'll see if this is met with uh, hostilities or uh, what the what the status is. We'll investigate. We'll ask some questions. See what's going on. You know, we had some kid. They walked in. They had his phone out. He's blaring music. Like this is a grocery store, not a rock concert. So instead of getting all hyped up like my mom would have done, and you're ripping and roaring. I just went over to him and said, hey, my man, you know, can you do me a solid? Can you can you turn your volume down on your phone? Can you turn that down? You know, we're in public. And he, he was fine about it. But he came in with the ski mask on because kids think that's cool. You come with a ski mask, I immediately think that you're a suspect. You're going to do something criminal because I can't see your face. I can't identify you. So if that's, what, if that's how you want to be approached, that's how you want to be monitored in the store, act like that. Walk in with a ski mask. I'm going to nine times, ten out of ten, I'm following you around. I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Don't come back just is what it is i'll follow you up and down every aisle what are you doing watching you why because you got a ski mask on why do you have a ski mask on it's march 
What are you doing here? It's 50 degrees outside. You're, you're putting that on because you are trying to portray something. That's why you're putting that on. You want to portray whatever it is you're trying to portray. You're, uh, you know, 42 Doug or whatever rapper you want to be. Or if you think that you are, you know, you're going to pull a Bonnie and Clyde here, kid. I got the, I got, we had different plans. You're not making it out. You're going to be right here in one of them grocery carts folded like a tent. So that it just is what it is. If that's the that's what you want to portray to the public, that's how you want to be perceived. Then go right ahead. You're going face first into the shopping carts. Sorry. How do we even get started on this? Ben, do you have any idea? No, I don't. I just went off the rails. Yeah, hate when that happens. All right. Well, we got a big night for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, I see that uh, you know the. The internet's picking up steam because the New York Rangers got this 6'7 guy who's 240, 6'7, 240. He's fighting everybody in sight. His name is Matt Rempe. I went to school with a Matt Rempe, spelt the same. Uh, this Rempe guy is just on a rampage, just knocking everybody. Like, and, and he's been he's been hit a few times too. Uh, but now it's like, oh, we got a band fighting. The band fighting crowd is coming back out in hockey. Look, if you don't understand the principle of fighting and why it exists in the sport, then I can't really explain it to you. You probably don't need to be involved in the sport. Plain and simple. Uh, Will fighting go the way of the dodo? More than likely, eventually at some point, but that's the way the game regulates itself. That's how we keep you from doing any any cheap stuff out there with your sticks and whatnot. Wings, Capitals, tonight at 7. Let's get back on track and back to sports. The MAC is making an addition. Conference expansion in the MAC. We'll talk to Kyle Rowland next. Exxon Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Miss any of today's show? Find our podcast and listen on demand on Google, Apple, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino, here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Join us now covering college sports and the Mac for our friends over at the Toledo Blade. One of the authorities on Maction, folks, along with my buddy Dave Briggs. This guy's name is Kyle Rowland. Find him on Twitter at Kyle Rowland. I refuse to call it X. Kyle, my man, good morning to you. How are you? How's life? How are things, partner? Everything is wonderful. I, uh, I admire the enthusiasm at this hour. An enthusiasm unknown to mankind, Kyle. You know this. I know. I had a feeling you would say that. Oh, good. I'm glad we're all on the same page then early this morning. All right, let's get to the big news. Maction Expansion. UMass set to become a member of the Mid-American Conference for the 2025-26 season. So they'll play out this year uh, being an independent, and that will only leave Notre Dame and Connecticut as the lone independents in college football with Army set to join the American this upcoming season. Why UMass to the MAC? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I, I guess multiple things. Number one, just the question of why is the Mac expanding? I mean, I think you have to be a little bit proactive in this climate and just the domino effects that happen in expansion. If the Mac were to lose teams, now they they have another team. So there'd be more teams in the conference, if you, if you understand where I'm going with that. Um, Western Kentucky continues to have discussions with the Mac. I, I don't think that's like imminent or anything. Um, but if you kind of backload things, then you could withstand losing some teams. Uh, but why literally UMass? I mean, I guess they were the easiest target, if, if that's how you want to describe it. Um, they, their football program obviously doesn't have a home. Being an independent football program is basically impossible unless you're Notre Dame. I mean, it's, it's hard to fill out a schedule. You're kind of you know, playing all over the country, you know, if you're UMass or UConn, you're, you're playing maybe more guarantee games than you necessarily want to. Um, so, I mean, for scheduling purposes, it's just an obvious, you know, fix for, for UMass. Uh, and then, I mean, they have a great basketball program. Um, so I think that's a plus for the Mac. I don't think UMass is necessarily going to come in and dominate uh, the conference uh, on the hoop side, but I don't know. I mean, you get a, a little different geography. Uh, I don't think it's a you know grand slam move for the MAC, but I don't think it's some huge negative either. Yeah, UMass would come in automatically, at least in hoops, as the best team in the conference uh, with the best Ken Palm and NCAA net ranking. I mean, it's seventeen to ten on the year coming out of the A ten. Um, you know, that would be that would be the, the cream of the crop. But football wise, it's like, OK, a little bit of a head scratcher. But there are some ties there. They, they hung out in the conference for a few years, kind of like one foot in, one foot out, um, you know, like some of these other independents have done, like in Notre Dame, where you know, you're, you're independent football, but you're playing in some other sports. It was just kind of like the inverse there uh, for UMass. When we look at the Mid-American Conference, if you know, when adding UMass, that gets you to 13 so what do you think the overall like end goal here is for the Mac as we see the power five dissolve now into power four and you know, the big 12 is kind of a giant question mark for me. Although, you know, the, some of the teams have really stepped up the ACC, yeah, you know, they're there, they're, they're there, but they get no respect. And then you have the two juggernauts that are the big 10 and the SEC in the group of five, the landscape is still kind of relatively healthy, you know, based upon where they were at over the last couple of years, like all five of the conferences 
still exists. Sure, some teams have jumped, you know, trying to go up like a Cincinnati, for example. But outside of that, like, it seems like the group of five is somewhat stable. I would agree with that. And I think the MAC in particular, I mean, there's just no conference that's a better geographic institutional fit. I mean, all these schools are in the same footprint, except UMass now, I guess. Um, generally, the same sort of, you know, academic institutions are all, you know, state schools. Um, I, I just, I don't think there's a conference where every team is more alike than the other than the MAC. And I also don't think parity is as prevalent in most of these leagues as the MAC. I mean, especially if you look at the football side. I mean, a lot of different teams have won the conference for the past 10, 15 years. A lot of different teams have been to the MAC title game in Detroit in that same time frame. Um, I really think it it's a great league in terms of the competition. Um, but have they fallen in terms of like the national outlook? Uh, I believe so. I mean, there were some glory days, you know, late nineties, early two thousands, some really, really top notch football teams. I mean, last year, I think Toledo was pretty good. Uh, Miami wasn't horrible, but like when they played Miami, Florida, they got blown out. Um, so I think like the, the upsets and, and how they can compete with some of the bigger teams maybe has taken a little bit of a dip lately. Uh, but I still think it's a really, really fun league, uh, highly competitive. Obviously, Maction is its own brand. Uh, you know, people in New Mexico know what Maction is. So that, that, that is a positive for the league. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think in recent years, there's been kind of a lack of creativity, a lack of vision. I don't think it's a super forward-thinking league. Um, so, so from that standpoint, I think the UMass edition was somewhat surprising because uh, they, they, Mac has kind of seemed hesitant to take bold steps. Um, so maybe this is a new day. It, it might be, and for uh, the fans out there, you'll get UMass in some early action on September 7th as they will visit the Toledo Rockets, and Toledo obviously going to be on the board early with Quinion Mitchell to the NFL draft, so that's great for not only the, the brand of the Rockets, but the uh, the Mid-American Conference as well that was once known as the cradle of coaches. And so if UMass comes in, and that makes it 13, odd numbers are strange, so we probably want to get to an even number, which means we're going to look to add at least one more team, or perhaps maybe three more teams right because that would give us you know that'd get us all the way up to 16 and now we're really cooking with gas who would be some of the targets that you would look at kyle if the mac wanted to say okay we're going to grab umass but then we also want to kind of pick and choose our spots and adding a couple more teams i mean western kentucky is absolutely at the top of the list i mean they they wanted in the mac in in a few years ago when them and middle tennessee state were rumored uh middle tennessee state was the one who kind of squashed all that uh, so maybe, you know, Middle Tennessee would also want in again at this point. Um, but, I, I mean, I think 14 is probably the number for the MAC. I'd be surprised if they added three more teams. Uh, the one issue you have with Western Kentucky or any other Conference USA team, they signed a grant of rights deal, you know, a few years ago when they made they added Kennesaw State, New Mexico State, a bunch of other schools. Um, and there are questions on how much it would cost to get out of the league. Uh, this Florida state lawsuit actually could impact that um, because if they end up being to wiggle their way out with 
you know, less payment than what the ACC wants, then I, I think there will be some sort of precedent set for the other leagues. Um, but I, I think you're looking uh, Western Kentucky at some point will be a MAC member. It's just a matter of when. Um, I don't think it's going to be you know this year, maybe not even next year, um, but eventually uh, they'll get in. And the one thing you got to realize, I mean, it's it's still two years till UMass gets in, so th- so they have a little bit of time here. I mean, if they if they went one or two years with a thirteen team league, I mean, it's not ideal, but it's it's not impossible. It, it'd be okay. Kyle, when we look at, obviously, the state of college football is in complete flux right now, right? Emphasis on the L in that word, because there's just so much up for grabs. Nobody really knows what's going on. NIL and the transfer portal has wreaked havoc. We talked to your cohort uh, last week, um, uh, Dave Briggs, about how it has really pillaged the mid-major, especially the MAC, in basketball. Is there a way, have you devised a plan on, on maybe how to fix things at the mid-major slash group of five level? You know, does this need to be separated from the power five altogether? You know, it's really been one of my sticking points, you know, when we look at uh, for football, for example, and basketball, you know, and the rest of the sports are all different, but uh, to isolate football here, like I think the group of five should play for their own national championship. I don't know why we schedule these games and act like everybody has a chance when we know it's an invitational and and these these teams that work hard all season long are never going to get the opportunity to get a seat at the table. So I'm a big proponent of that. But is there a way to try to maybe divert some of the pillaging that's taking place here at the mid-major level? Man, that's a good question. Um, I'm full of good I'm questions. I'm not. <laughs> I am not fully in favor of the split. Um, I just, I don't know. You Why? Just, first of all, first of all, financially, I think they would be losing out on a lot of money. I mean, they're, they're, they're making out some in this new playoff deal. And obviously they're going to have a team in it each year, uh, the group of five. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, you just want to compete at the highest level. I know you don't have a real chance to win the title, but I mean, that playoff berth is going to be huge. And I mean, think of the excitement last year, if there was the 12 team playoff in Toledo, I mean, this place would have been going nuts. You would have been, you know, going into the Mac title game, having a chance to be in the playoff. I just, I don't know. I mean, I think there will be, would be much less buzz for a group of five playoff. I just, I don't know. I don't know how much people would be excited about that. I mean, that's, that you're essentially going FCS in a way. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, and, and you can't do it in basketball, obviously. I mean, you 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 got to still you know play for the NCAA tournament and right. that and that. Uh, but I mean, from a larger standpoint, I just think college football in general should just be able to like break away and yes. be its own entity. Uh, it's I mean. All the money involved in in college football has just completely screwed up the entire college sports ecosystem. Um, I mean, it's a shame that they can't figure this out and just have the the top whatever teams kind of no conferences almost in football uh, because it's just dumb that USC and UCLA and Oregon and Washington are playing in the Big Ten and, you know, whatever field hockey and track and field and baseball and all these other sports. Like if they want to do it in football, fine, but they, 
you know, in men, even men's basketball, it's it's dumb that those schools are in the Big Ten. Uh, so I just wish that football could kind of stand alone. You know, when as uh, I would, I will, I will elect you to my board of governors uh, for when I'm the commissioner of of college athletics, uh, Kyle, because I I'm I'm we're in lockstep here. Football is completely different, separate it completely from the athletic departments, and just be done with it. Like, let's just get a players union involved. Let's do it. Let's let's get a CBA out there. Let's get a salary cap, and let's get after it. Let's roll it out there and play. Now, how do no, we fix? How do we fix Mac basketball? Because like there was once yeah. a time where things were looking really, really good in the hoop's end. And right now, you have one team in the top 130 in the NCAA net rankings. Like, this is a, this is a debacle. Yeah, I know. I, I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. Um, I, I do think the tournament will be fun this year. I mean, I think the top five teams are, are very, very even and would not be stunning if any of them won. Uh, but in terms of a national standpoint and having – you know, two teams. I mean, they're not even close. And it wasn't that long ago that that they were up there. As as you, you know, you talked to David Briggs. You said last week. I thought he had a really good story about the state of of MAC basketball. Uh, it's amazing how quickly things have changed. But I mean, a lot of these teams' schedules are just atrocious. Um, there is a little bit of the the pillaging of of top players. I mean, Toledo obviously lost Ray J. Dennis to Baylor, having a great year. Um, I mean, it's obviously that's kind of unavoidable. I mean, good players are going to leave if they're wanted at big time programs. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is because it just wasn't that long ago that the league was good. Even though I know it's been a long time since they had a large team. I mean, I think what it was like the ninth rated conference, like as recently as four years ago or five years ago, and now it's way down, like twenty fourth out of thirty two. I mean, that is really bad. Um, but. There, uh, I, I think it, it, a lot of it starts with the commissioner. I mean, I think John Steinbrecher, good guy. I, I think that I've disagreed with a lot of uh, the, I don't know, higher up decisions maybe in the in the MAC in recent years. Now, maybe the most important question, uh, as Kyle does a great job covering both football and basketball for the Toledo Blade, uh, he spent a lot of time in the Big Ten, a lot of time covering the MAC. He's got his finger on the pulse, but also on the golf course as well. Do we have any personal goals out there for the upcoming golf season as you uh, begin your, your journey as a, a semi-professional golfer? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, wh- what are the golf goals for this summer? I mean, I guess not going through like a three-week stretch where I don't ever want to play the game again. <laughs> it's just there's just nothing more fun than playing well at golf. I, I just, in my opinion, I just, just like some people think like the the effortless to it and. You know, hitting down the fairway and then hitting on the green and, and two-putting for par is like, eh, you know, what's the fun in that? That, that sounds like the most fun thing ever to me. Oh, people uh, like, so, uh, you know, pros play boring golf, right? Fairway, green, two-putt. What's the fun in that? Yeah. I like to go in the trees. I like to spend 30 minutes looking <laughs> for my ball. That's what I like to do. Like, I think that's a really good goal. Let's not have a stretch where we hate the game want to throw our clubs in the lake. Exactly. What's the best part about your game? Hmm. What's old reliable? All faithful to you. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely not putting. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at, at getting up and down around the green. And but, but probably, I mean, it all starts with driving the ball. I mean, I don't hit a far, but I, I hit a lot of fairways. And 
when you don't hit fairways, you learn how difficult it is to to score well because I mean, it just being in the rough or being behind trees is a, is a big problem. I am that guy that struggles to find fairways. I mean, it's just that that's a complete game changer. The days I hit the fairways, I play great. The days that I am you know, behind a tree, under a bush, hit the cart barn. I'm actually in the beverage cart. Uh, those are problems, and you can't you can't recover from there. Putting man, just I'm telling you, long putter. When got a long putter last year? Change the game. Changes it because yeah, everything's that, it's so different. It like shakes any bad juju that you got. Just like shakes it out. It's like it's like walking around the greens with sage in your pocket. <laughs> I will say one thing that makes a dramatic difference. I mean, I, I've played golf my whole life. I've been lucky enough to be pretty good at it. Uh, but last year was the first time I ever did a full bag club fitting. And it really, oh yeah, unbelievable. I mean, first of all, the process was was very interesting. Just the loads of information and data they throw at you, fascinating. Um, but I mean, it helped unbelievably. And, and I'm someone who generally shoots high seventies, low eighties, and and like you could tell like a dramatic difference. I mean, especially the driver. I mean, it, it is it completely fits my game, and it's been a total total game changer so i definitely highly recommend doing a fitting oh i i went through it two years ago and it made all the difference in the world now granted i figured that this is probably the last time i'm going to buy clubs and then the next set of clubs i'll get to be like the massively oversized offset because my swing speed's 12 miles an hour and i'm, I'm playing from the senior tees but i went all i did the same thing i went all in i'm saying we're let's do this did you did you do a story on that by the way on your experience i did I did. I did it at Miles of Golf, and I wrote a story about it last summer. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it really, really was fascinating. And, I mean, I couldn't recommend it more. I mean, I, I, I know people who are very stubborn about golf, and, oh, it's not the equipment, and blah, oh, blah, yes, blah. And, is. like, yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, it doesn't guarantee, like, you're going to become some good golfer. But, like, it makes a world of difference. Like, you cannot just go buy it off the rack. I know people think that, but, like, that's just not how it works. Like, every swing is different. The, the, they make these clubs. The technology is so unbelievable now. Like, whether you're a low ball player or a high flight player, I mean, they, they will get you in exactly what you need. He is Kyle Rowland. Find him on Twitter, Kyle Rowland Blade. Go read that article about that in all the Mac at the Tuna Blade with Kyle Rowland. Kyle, thank you, my friend. All right, sounds great, Anthony. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges and Meyer wellness vitamins or supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus I can save even more with M perks like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. 
Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from Impact Power Sports and The Huge Show. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.